This is the Gaia-gram, environmental headlines from around a planet in crisis. Chicagoans enjoyed a welcome glimpse of summer this week, but is expecting a pneumonia front that is forecast across the region. The National Weather Service predicted the 80-degree temperature at 5 p.m. would drop to 59 degrees by 7 p.m. The pneumonia front is a rare weather event exclusive to a specific part of the Midwest. Here in the Northeast, temperatures fell from the upper 60s to the low 40s overnight. A stifling heat wave enveloping the Pacific Northwest and Western Canada is expected to expand this week, threatening more temperature records. Unusually warm conditions swept across the Northwest in recent days, with some locations seeing their first 90-degree day of the warm season. Now, AccuWeather meteorologists warn that the summer-like conditions felt during the middle of May could stick around for a majority of the month. The weather map looks strongly reminiscent of late June 2021, which produced a deadly excessive heat event in the Pacific Northwest. According to the National Weather Service, a deluge of rain in Denver metro area broke a record last Thursday afternoon, with the rainfall totals only expected to grow. As of Friday morning, almost three inches of rain were measured at Denver International Airport. That breaks a daily record last set in 2011. Asia remains in the grip of a blistering heat wave, with predictions from climate scientists that 2023 could be the world's hottest year. An anonymous sign ahead of the Northern Hemisphere summer, an emerging El Nino weather pattern, is pushing the mercury to unprecedented levels to southern parts of the continent. Vietnam reported its highest ever temperature over the weekend, triggering power shortage warnings while Laos also broke records. The Philippines cut classroom hours after the heat index reached the danger zone, reflecting the potentially deadly combination of heat and humidity. Spain is running out of water. After a long, painful drought, the country has been hit by an unusually early heat wave, evaporating even more of the blue gold it still has left in its reservoirs. While farmers fear for their survival, environmentalists say it's time for Europe's back garden to rethink how it uses and manages its increasingly scarce water supply. This spring, large blobs of sargassum, a kind of algae, have been washing ashore in southeast Florida. It looks bad and smells worse. As the golden algae decompose, they release hydrogen sulfide, a gas that reeks of rotten eggs. Florida and other regions of the Caribbean are used to influxes of sarcasm in the spring and summer, but the invasions appear to be getting worse on average year over year. Many chemicals found in plastics are hazardous to human health and the environment, and environmental advocacy groups have long pushed for their elimination. The advocates scored a victory last week when parties in the Stockholm Convention, International Treaty Regulating Hazardous Pollutants, agreed to add three new chemicals to the list. The move is expected to safeguard people and the natural world. In the past two years, a viral disease has swept across much of the planet, and it's not COVID, but a type of avian flu. It's devastated the poultry industry in the U.S., Europe, and elsewhere, sickening millions of farm birds, which either die from infection or are killed by farmers seeking to stem the spread. Oregon on Monday became the 10th state in the U.S. to ban polystyrene foam food containers, dealing another blow to a plastic whose chemical components have been linked to cancer and nervous system damage. Starting in 2025, Oregon will ban the production, sale, and distribution of polystyrene foam cups and take out food 
food containers, as well as coolers and packing peanuts anywhere in Oregon. It's part of a broader legislation effort in the Beaver State to replace single-use plastics with reusable alternatives. This was the Gaia-Gram, environmental headlines from around a planet in crisis.